Hello! This is Anthony from the We Have Issues podcast, a weekly show in which two lifelong friends overcome the various obstacles that life throws at them in order to make comic books together. We talk about monsters, we pitch movies, and we hold each other accountable as we try our best to make comics that people might actually want to read. Join us every Wednesday at youtube.com slash wehaveissuespodcast or find us on Spotify and everywhere else podcasts can be found. What's up, Rewatchers? It's Dustin here to let you know that this show may feature strong or inappropriate language, so please be mindful of who around you can hear it. Also, we assume that you've at least watched the show or the episode we will be discussing. If not, just be warned that there are spoilers ahead. But really, it's your fault because these shows have been out for a while. <laughs> Enjoy. So how does this work? So do you like go like scene by scene? Do you just like kind of mm-hmm. give an overview? Yeah. I give like I give you everything that is said and done. Okay. Breathe. Ooh, we got this. Yeah. Welcome to the Rewatch Recap. I'm your goofball host, Dustin, with another goofball today, Anthony LaFauci, right? That's how you say your name? You failed it. Let's start over again. Welcome Ah, to the Recap post of this podcast that we just started. I'm Anthony LaFauci. I'm here (laughs) as a guest. Thank you for having me. Well, Anthony is from We Have Issues podcast on YouTube, and he is having a great time right now. Um, <laughs> we both are. We just had a good t- chat about uh, Ren and Stimpy ideas and cartoons and meeting Billy West and oh, yeah. all that good stuff on the Patreon. So only $3 a month if you want to get some uh, exclusive chats. There's a whole backlog there. Only $3 a month. I demand more. I thought we were getting paid more for this. <laughs> I can't believe it. I am um, I'm a bard on the Critically Stupid podcast. I write songs for a living. I'm used to getting paid the big dollars. No one pays me anything. Oh, my God. Please give us that $3. We need <laughs> please, for this. Please. Please. <laughs> so, okay, Anthony, when did you first discover Ren and Stimpy? Okay, I first discovered Ren-, Ren and Stimpy as a child who was way too young to watch Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> it was one of those situations where I'm, you know, I'm an old, I'm not, I don't know how old you are, but, you know, we're probably relatively close to an age. And uh, I, I was alive. When, I, I was alive like 10 years older than you. Okay, well, gotta be. That's, that's relatively close. But, <laughs> it's, but I was alive and, you know, young when, when it was first airing. So it was like one of those situations where. Uh, it would come on and I probably wasn't supposed to be watching it, but also my parents are busy all the time and they couldn't stop me. So I put it on and I would just watch the show. Same boat, same boat. Like, yeah, my parents just weren't around. (laughs) That's the case. And like, you know, whatever it's, it was, it it helped to inform the person I would become. And I'm constantly like doing disgusting things and zooming in close on my nostrils now. And it's their fault. And I blame them and I need therapy because of man, these some visuals, man, you get some, some really hypersensitive visuals in this. It's really crazy. Really do. It's, it's, it's one of like the most memorable things about Ren and Stimpy where like growing up, I just remember all those fun, just the, the freeze frame, like zoom in on the most disgusting thing you could possibly think of. Like just the worst, like, (laughs) gross teeth and skin and ugh. but yeah that was that was my childhood just feeling like oh yeah i can look gross just like them this is great i mean why not i was like 10 or 11 when the when the actual nicktoons debuted 
actually yeah. came out. They came along with uh, Doug and Rugrats at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I had like a stuffed Ren and Stimpy, like huge, nice. you know, stuffed animals. Oh, yeah. And I collected all that kind of stuff. And it was just crazy. I remember I bought those things from like, I think they were a blockbuster video. They were for sale. Oh, I, I bought them yeah. there. And, um, yeah, so it was it was a big. And of course, no parents liked it. My mom's like, I hate no. this. I hate this, Dustin. I hate it. And I was I was like, Mom, it's funny. She was like, It's disgusting. I'm like, It's funny. That's why it's funny. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> there doesn't be much test, and it makes me feel smarter, and I love it. Thank you. Potty humor. Who doesn't love potty humor? I mean, you know, some degree. Sometimes it gets a little old, but you know, yeah. I mean, always it, have at least one fart joke in a kids' movie nowadays. Oh my so. gosh, Ren and Stimpy though will beat a horse until like it'll come back from the dead and they'll continue mm-hmm. to beat it as a zombie. It's so funny and terrible and hilarious at the same time. We watched. Uh, re- I don't want to get too ahead of us, but like we, wa- I watched an episode called uh, Stimpy's Son about just him farting and then feeling the loss of that fart and going <laughs> for for thirty years. He cries about this this part and it's it comes back as a full-grown man fart and it's the most ridiculous absurd thing i've ever seen and i watched it with my son just like i can't believe we're watching this right now i'm ruining your brain and he's like this is the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life i'm like i was wondering if you were gonna watch that with your son i was like i wonder if he's gonna show it to him so yeah yeah. does he love it now he's like oh my god i love this (laughs) oh yeah like he i love just like giving him little bits of things like i did it with i did that with like invaders Zim and like you know like uh even Doug and you know like little things like I real monsters I just I don't force it on him as like oh let's watch this whole season but I'll show him little bits of it and kind of like give him a taste and see if he's interested and mm-hmm. he he thought like that episode was so funny and then we watched a couple more but like he's he's not in love with it yet because he's he's watching other things right now you know he's, right. he's, he's got his own generational it. stuff yeah, that, you exactly. know, yeah I mean why wouldn't you know but you know if he sees enough of it he might go hey kids friends exactly. come look at this come over here yeah. My dad is ruining my brain. You know? Exactly. <laughs> Make sure you tell your parents. No. <laughs> They'll be like, well, you're making him watch Reddit Snippy. And like, yeah. come on, you watched it too. And that's the thing. Like, it's like the adults now, like, you know you watched it and yeah. it didn't hurt you. So just let your kid watch it. <laughs> no, I mean some of it, you know, like we're gonna get into it with this episode, uh, because it was like some of it is clever and interesting and like absurd in like a creative way, and some mm-hmm. of it is the dumbest thing you'll ever see in your life, and it's definitely doing damage to my brain. <laughs> but, oh yeah, oh yeah, totally. But, it's, but I love it. it was, but it kind of, I guess, kind of, it evens out. So yeah. you kind of, you kind of just come out a little what? Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. a little confused. Uh, you know. Yeah. So, okay, let's get some some facts about the show before we get started. Yeah. So, obviously, if for those of you who have never seen it, I don't know why you're listening, but if you are, thank you. Um, let me explain what this show is. Uh, it revolves around Ren, a crabby, temperamental chihuahua, and Stimpson J. Cat, a.k.a. Stimpy, his gross, stupid cat roommate. And I just read that they originally referred to Stimpy as, quote, a retarded cat, which... That's what he was. He was Stimpy the Retarded Cat. That's what he was called. Um, I just call him stupid because that's what he is. But back in the day, no one was quite sure what these animals were. Um, There was all these, you know, no one, I didn't know. Like, I thought that Stimpy originally was a dog. Yeah. Because they never said it originally. They just had these two characters, Ren and Stimpy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you had to, like, for a while, you're like, which one's Ren? Which one's Stimpy? They didn't Mm -hmm. say their names for a minute there. And... There was even a joke where they did like a mailbag episode where this little girl's like, what is Ren anyway? A mosquito? <laughs> you know, and I just thought that was really funny how they even poked fun at themselves. Like, a mosquito. Oh, yeah. I can kind of see it, though. Oh, 
Um, so it was created by John Crickfalusi, I guess that's how you na- say his name, who was also the voice of Ren for the first two seasons. And but now in 2018, he has since been accused by a couple of women for grooming and sexually assaulting them when they were teenagers in the 90s. Yeah. So not good things for John. Whatever his name is. Yeah. Chris Felusi. Did you watch the uh, have you seen the documentary that they made about that whole situation? No, I didn't know there was one. No. Yeah. I I forget what it's called. It's like happy, happy joy or the joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy, something like that. But um, it is damning. It is not good. Like that was a like it's gross like that. He's unfortunately a bad man. (laughs) And it's it's, he sounds like with Dan Snyder from you know who did Ari Carly and all that and all that yeah, and he was okay. apparently like kind of inappropriate with the girls on the like, shows and stuff and he was it's kind so of sad a, I know like why, all these like all these like kids show like people who run kids shows are like evil and, like it's like youth group people you know no yeah. get away from kids like, yeah yeah and it's like oh we probably should have known this but we didn't dang it we should know? have watched for this because yeah. you know people in power will you know mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so if like we were talking before, if you if you've ever wondered why Stimpy Stimpy's voice is so familiar, it's because it's the voice of like veteran iconic voice actor Billy West, mm-hmm. who you may recognize as Fry from Futurama, Doug Funny from Doug, Invader Zim, more things like that. All you have to do is look up his Wikipedia. It's like got a ton, a ton of it's voice so work fun. for a ton of animated TV shows and movies and video games. And but he was also <laughs> I saw this randomly. He was also a voice of one of the roaches in Joe's apartment. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. funny. Ralph the Roach, I think. I think nice. that's what his name was. I, I, I don't know why that was like that made me laugh. It was like his yeah. first one of his first movie credits was Joe's apartment. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I saw Gotta that movie in more. theaters. <laughs> I did, too. Yeah, I remember why? it. Why? Why did I do that to myself? Yeah. Man, I think that was the first MTV movie, wasn't it? I think it was. Oh, I don't. I don't know. It might I think it was that, and then it was like that. Dead Man on Campus. That yeah, thing. and I remember like Beavis and Butthead do America, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So okay, so Ren and Stimpy started in Nickelodeon in 1991, and it ran through 1996. Oh, excuse me, it was called the Ren and Stimpy Show. That's mm-hmm. the name. Um, it was later brought back on Spike TV in 2003 as Ren and Stimpy Adult Cartoon or Belt Party Cartoon. I don't know what the hell is up with that name, but <laughs> who, who names something like that? Yeah, it seems like they're trying to you know get ahead of some things there. They're like, we don't want anyone to mistake this as a children's cartoon ever again. I <laughs> know. Trying- they'd be like naming, you know, any kind of sitcom, you know, friends, funny sitcom. Funny sitcom, friends, yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> it sounds very like it's like an Asian import or something. You yeah, know? it does. But uh, so it didn't have the magic of what it had before. I never saw it. I just know it didn't because people told me I heard it endlessly out. It it felt very forced. And so I just never decided to watch it. I was like, I don't want to taint my, you know, my, my view of what Fred and Stimpy really is. Right. Mm -hmm. But in 2016, they started a talk of a reboot at Nickelodeon, which fell through. The creator was attached at that time. But then since the allegations came out in 2018, the reboot moved to comedy central with pretty much everybody, but him involved. And a new production company, but still, um, most of the same people are still going to be working on it. Cool. And Billy West is set to return as the voice of Stimpy and some other characters as well. And I am really looking forward to how that's going to turn out. 
Um, yeah, I, I hope it's good. I, I haven't seen anything about it. I'm glad to hear that Billy West is involved and a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, you know what, what concerns me blindly, just for, just because of the way uh, animation is done these days. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they're going to stick very specifically to like a specific type of uh, cartoon model or like, you know, like animation style. Because if you when you watch those old Ren and Stimpy cartoons, they're constantly like breaking these weird models and like going into these awkward, you know, just uh, poses that you don't see. Mm -hmm in animation anymore because it's it's not easy to do you know right. like it's it's a lot it's very specific it's very you know? yeah. and and they like to use panels over and over as much as they can oh, obviously yeah. in facial expressions and hand movements yeah. and whatnot so, so yeah so some I, stuff, yeah some of the stuff where they they try to cut or they, well they try to save money is what they're doing you know but like when they like i noticed with the powder toast man where like they'll they'll stay on his face for a long time when, when he's like doing something stupid or like they'll reuse an animation but mm -hmm. they drag it out in a way that's just like it stops being funny and then it starts being funny again you you're kind of like okay yeah, yeah. and you're, you're just yeah. kind of well, all right let's see where this is going are we still but yeah i think that it might be easier now because i mean 2d animation through computer is a lot easier and a lot yeah. faster so i think they'd be able to do that it just would be the details you still want those detailed yeah. like panels you know those detailed shots yeah. and i hope they do that i hope they still yeah. keep that alive but don't do it too much because if you do it too much it's gonna be overdone yeah. um I just want it to feel familiar, you know, yeah. but um, we are here to talk about Ren and Stimpy as a flagship cartoon for SNCC, a.k.a. Saturday Night Nickelodeon. God, I don't want to yeah. I know it came out. It, so it premiered on SNCC with its second season, um, which debuted on August 15th, 1992 in the 9, 8 central time slot. Um, and the title episode was in the army slash powdered toast man. So if anybody had known anything, at least about Powdered Toast Man, that's something you're going to remember. So uh, I can't wait to talk about it. But now these are, uh, episodes apparently are not on Paramount Plus, like you right. said. Yeah. I guess there was some politics with appropriateness or something. Is that what you know about? That's it, yeah, that's what it seems like. It's it, like a lot of the anything that was a little bit too violent or a little bit uh, religious or political, they seem to just like nix completely. They just cover yeah. And there are, there's a lot of, but it's all stupid stuff. It, it's it not is even... all stupid stuff. Like I, I, I even read that like early on, um, they even censored it when it was airing, but like the Pope's hat, you know, for instance, like when powdered toast man saves the Pope, he had a cross on his hat originally and they edited it out and they took it out, you know, and it's like, they took out even oh. those little things. So, all of it, like anything even remotely questionable, uh, they basically just just took I off. I did not realize that was a pope. And my notes, I wrote that. Is he a chef? <laughs> That's what he looked That's like. Because, like, yeah, they, they took it off. Um, and then people were like, I guess now he's just a man with a big hat. You know, you don't you don't recognize it. But oh, well, that's really silly. OK. All right. Well, you ready to get into the army? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. So as the title card tells us, the episode was written and directed by Bob Camp. The panel we see is Stimpy in like this blue grayscale tone using a bayonet at the end of a rifle to stab a stuffed Ren doll that's basically hanging from a noose. All sorts of disturbing imagery <laughs> coming out yeah, of that. All sorts of, but it also established a tone that the episode doesn't pay off at all. Like I was waiting mm -hmm. for, I thought Ren was, or I thought Stimpy was going to become like this hardened like army guy. When I saw that title card, I was like, okay, I don't remember this, but it's going to be fun. Like what's going on? And then it yeah. opens up with them shivering and shaking in a line. 
<laughs> I know. And I love the music though at the beginning of this. It's like cha cha cha. Oh yeah. Cha cha cha. I don't know what yeah. it is. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. I don't know, but I love the weirdest love music. Those. Yep. The choices are all really unique and kind of and just cool and just sets this odd tone that just can't really be I don't know, it can't be explained. It's amazing. I know, I love it. So yeah, we start off at the U.S. Army Induction Center, which I don't know, <laughs> induction, that's weird, where there's like this line going out the door, uh, presumably to join the Army, I guess, and yeah. those were different, definitely different times. Yeah. Uh, Ren and Stimpy, like you said, are shivering and covering their bits in line with a bunch of fully grown men who all, all presumably naked as always do these gross, hairy legs. Yes. Now, I'm a gay man. I love men's legs, but these are extra nasty. <laughs> they just look so disturbingly gross. And I, I don't I don't know. I just look the hairs are all wiry and everywhere and all the, the legs are different colors. But like, oh, I, I, I love I love that. I like that tone of Ren and Stimpy, though. It's kind of perfect for what it is. They're like they're disgusted by everything that they're experiencing. And that was kind of like the, my very first thought when I put this on is I was like, why are they there? I don't understand why they're there. With human men. <laughs> I don't I don't know. No get one it. is questioning this. They are in line to become part of the United States Army, not because we're desperate. Look how long this line is. There are a lot of people joining. Mm-hmm. They don't need cats and dogs, but we will take them. <laughs> we will take what we can get, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's the truth, isn't it? Yeah. Well, so I don't know. So they apparently I don't know. They see us, maybe. I think they kind of look at the, you know, the audience and they kind of yeah. hug each other and kind of hold each other and kind of cover each other more. And then it cuts to Ren getting an eye exam and it says, this will hurt you. Mm-hmm. And a doctor's hand with this like huge gun-like contraption with chemicals galore bubbling around it. Just like It's called a mega shot. And I'm like, nope, I'm done. I'm done. Thanks. I'm not going to get every dead virus known to man to put in my arm. Thanks. And it cuts to, and he's like, and Ren comes out and he's crying and he shows it to Stimpy and he says, his little arm is throbbing with this little bandaid. And Stimpy says, oh, I was shot too. And he sticks out his tongue. I'm like, why did they shoot you in the tongue? tongue? And then he has a bandaid on his tongue also. Or it's like, okay, okay, I guess. How does this stay on? How does it stick? I want to know. It's, I mean, I know it's cartoon logistics, but come on. Um, So they get their heads shaved really harshly, I might add. (laughs) violently yeah and they get their army fatigues and we get to see them in their duds and yowza their heads are bald af they put on helmets for some reason i didn't think they wore helmets in normal boot camp but what do i know uh ren looks at stimpy and says you know stimpy this army business ain't so bad i think we found our niche i can't do his voice very well Stimpy is in agreement. He nods and begins to dig around in his nose while Ren just scratches himself all over. Neither have any cooth. And the body of this like huge drill sergeant shows up and goes, and Ren's like, what did he say? And the drill sergeant bends down to their level and yells, (laughs) Ren is still not getting it. And he's like, excuse me. But the drill sergeant is like, no, about base. And Stimpy automatically stands at attention and turns on command. I word her! (laughs) And Stimpy marches away in, like, formation. And Ren's, like, running after him. And Stimpy just keeps on marching on command while Ren is catching up. And Stimpy just stops Mm -hmm. to salute, and so does Ren. And then the sergeant yells something like, Remove cow! (laughs) And then sticks out his tongue and ties Ren up with his tongue. 
bringing Ren up to his eye level and says, can't you follow orders? Before spitting back onto the ground. I'm like, damn. Yeah. It was, that was like the, the first, uh, I don't know. Like that was the first scene where I was like, oh, this has like that. What the hell is, what the hell, what world is this factor of Ren and Stimpy? Where I was like, he just did that with his tongue. Cool. Okay. What? This is amazing. Why? why? He can. Why? That's awesome. But yeah, why? Why? Why yeah. would you do this? It's an yeah. animal. That's the kind of thing that like Ren, Ren and Stimpy is so good at where it's like they make you say, what? <laughs> More and than why? Like, any other show. Like, <laughs> what and why? It's just questions. You come away yeah. with it. That's all you get. Oh, it's so good. So the drill sergeant then orders them to give him 20. Give me 20. So Stimpy drops and like, like pumping out push-ups like it's nothing. And he's actually just banging himself on the ground <laughs> constantly. Yeah. I'm like, damn, his chest is going to be sore. <laughs> I'm like, poor Stimpy. Why are you doing this? Oh, yeah. Ren says, as a rule, I don't like to lend money. And pulls out a $20 bill. But you've got an honest face. And he stuffs the bill into the drill sergeant's hand, who gets so freaking mad, the bill goes up in flames in his palm. And I get that he's mad, but 20 bucks is still 20 bucks, man. Don't, like, just burn it up. <laughs> Take it. Get mad. But for more. Them. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Give me 20 more. You know, that would work. Yeah. So later we see Ren and Stimpy are both being punished for Ren's ignorance by peeling stacks upon stacks of potatoes in the mess hall. And I wonder if that's still a thing or if it was even a thing at all. Like, I, I know it's no been like idea. a, a yeah, cartoonish like, type thing that always put in like movies and movies cartoons. And yeah, like it was in my head because of this and in the army now. <laughs> Basically, I was like, I just assumed it's a real thing, but I've never looked it up. And I don't know how many potatoes they eat in the army, but it makes me kind of want to join the army because potatoes are the perfect food. So I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like they're like fries. Yeah. Give me fries, <laughs> mashed potatoes, tater tots, like hash browns. Give me, I want to join a salad. Yeah. Right. I'll gratin. Come I mean, on now. Mm, now I want some potatoes. Like I just had some potato salad. I need to, <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. So Stimpy's having fun with his knife. He points it at Ren who cowers back and says, I think the Sarge likes you best because he gives you more potatoes to peel. I can't say his voice. I, I can't do his voice. <laughs> That don't sound anything like Stimpy. I'm going to stop trying. And then he proceeds to peel the blue off of his own nose. Oh, I'm yeah. like, Stimpy, oh, be glad that. you're a cartoon, my friend. Yeah. Be glad. It's that awful. bothered me. I was like, you oh. just peeled off. The- I'm like, why? 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 So we next go to gas mask training. When the boys are sent to the tear gas room, you yeah. hear this announcement. Recruits ran and Stimpy report for tear gas training. No. It sounds very salute your shorts. Like, yeah. you know, what's his name? Dr. Khan? Yeah. Dr. Khan was the name of the voice on salute your shorts. Oh, okay. was, that was the creator of the show. It was. Oh, favorite. really? Cool. I didn't know that. Nice. Mm-hmm. So they smell the air coming out of the tear gas room and it's like this fart sound. So I'm guessing it smells of like a fart or eggs or something. Mm-hmm. And Ren says, there's nothing that can get me in there. And Stimpy shakes his head in agreement and they try to walk away, but stop when they're face to face with a cannon and the angry drill sergeant sitting on top of it. I'm like, it's this, the episode right now starts to feel like Looney Tunes a yeah, little bit. Like, like they might as well be Bugs and Daffy and yeah, and he yeah. might as well be Elmer Fudd. If that's Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. So they put their gas mask on and they go into the tear gas room, which I said they is filled with stinky cheeses. I don't know why. Okay, whatever. And then they hear on the announcement, remove masks. So they do, and Stimpy takes this big whiff and turns instantly green all over. He starts crying his eyeballs out, literally. Mm -hmm. There are geysers shooting out of his eye sockets with his eyes just floating at the top of it, coming out of his skull. 
and he runs around screaming before he runs out. And Ren just kind of walk, cal- calmly walks out with him, just <laughs> and Stimpy's still crying outside, and like snot is running out of his nose in like buckets. It's the gross. I mean, we got it's Ren and Stimpy. It's gross visuals constantly. Oh yeah. And Stimpy sees Ren and asks, "Why aren't you crying?" And Ren says he cheated by holding his breath. He says he's smart and Stimpy is stupid. He says he knows where he's going in life. And just as the barrel of a tank pops into his face and the Sarge's arm popping through it to tell him to go back, he points his finger. I'm like, why? Just, you don't have, that's a lot of trouble, Sarge. (laughs) You don't have to do this. How did the Sarge get his big, giant, chunky arm into the barrel? I would like to know. (laughs) And why can't he speak the Queen's English? I don't know. I don't very true. I, I don't understand why he didn't just accept the $20 and then just continue to take more money from Ren at this point. Like, he, I every, I think he should just charge him every time he does something stupid at this point. Because I mean, why not? not? Don't make him peel potatoes. And, and then also make him peel potatoes. Yeah, you, know? yeah, you can get both. I mean, why not? Two for the price of one. You know, like, that's, it's, I don't really understand the purpose of the tear gas room in the first place. Like, you need to go in there with no t- no uh, gas mask whatsoever so we know that you're miserable. Like, oh yeah, no, I promise I'm going to be. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. Apparently this is a thing that they do sometimes. They make you see how long you can last in it. So it's like build up a tolerance, I guess, for any situation that might. Or, I don't know. So awful. Don't ask me. I never was in the in the military. So yeah. So Ren and Stimpy are now peeling watermelons as punishment. Right. We can do that. Sure. Yeah. Um, with Stimpy saying happy, 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 peel, 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 and I was really hoping for a happy, happy, joy, joy reference mm-hmm. at first. Yeah. Like oh, happy, happy, joy. No, no. Damn it. <laughs> Next, we see their silhouettes with these huge bags on their backs as they try to march through the mud. And the music is like this 1950s like movie theater serial. I don't know what I can explain. It's strange. Ren falls down and is stuck face down in the mud. He just keeps popping his head up. He can't get his head up. And he calls for Stimpy. And the next thing we know, Stimpy has both his and Ren's bag and Ren on his back as he carries them through the mud. He stops when he sees something something coming out of the mud and Ren tells him to keep, get going because they don't want to anger the big dopey Sarge. He looks up to see the drill Sergeant covered in mud standing before him. His face just melts off of his skull as he screams, his eyeballs pop out of their socket. And it's just like, I wish I could do cartoonish things like this sometimes yes. just like scream oh, my man. face off literally. I, and then the next second it's back. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's why the mask is one of the coolest superhero, well, anti-hero sort of characters. Like I, w- that's such a cool concept of just being mm-hmm. able to live in that world and have those expressions and stuff. You know, I'm kind of. I think it's kind of funny that no one's really made a movie where people act like cartoons yeah. and that kind of stuff happens. Like everybody does. Everybody does it. Oh, that's and that's everybody wears cool the same outfit every day, and everybody, you know, <laughs> no one ages. It's no one ages. Thirty years later, somebody gets killed, and they're back the next day. You oh, know. No naturally yeah i guess that's kind of like free guy meets deadpool meets yeah i guess it's kind of that but still i want to see it in a way yeah i'd watch it yeah why not so yeah um (laughs) ren gets punished by having to carry the big drill sergeant back to boot camp where he and stimpy walk exhausted back to their beds they're just ugh. Ren sits down and says, my dogs are killing me. And he removes his boots. And we see this like green mist of stench seep up into the frame. Delicious. With immediately flies buzzing around. And we see his feet are swollen as hell. And we cut over to Stimpy and his feet are the exact same stinky and swollen as hell. It's like, ugh. 
and they say goodnight to each other. And Rent says all he needs are eight hours of uninterrupted sleep. And he yawns himself into a slumber when the morning trumpet sounds. And the sun comes up instantly. And Ren realizes you get no sleep here. And this is where I realized, yeah, this is how they mentally break you down into submission in the military. It's not character building, quote, not character building. It's brainwashing by making you too weak to think for yourself. But there you go. you get potatoes, you're welcome. But you get potatoes yeah. and you learn how to peel them. <laughs> yeah. Ren is starting to go crazy. He's like, no sleep, no bed. No, 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 bed, bed, bed. <laughs> and he grabs a random hatchet as his face contorts into that wacky mode like you That's- were saying before. Oh, that's it's such an iconic uh, image ah! like, when he goes crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and he just laughs maniacally <laughs> as he chops up his bed in rage. I'm like, dude, chill, chill. If you ever do get to have any sleep, you will be filled with splinters now. Like, yeah, I mean, on, at dude. any point you could leave. You're a dog. There's no reason you should be right now. They're all entertaining your decision to be in the army at this point, right? <laughs> yeah. They're like, he's sentient. I mean, right? Like, he's cool. Yeah. Like, he's been speaking this whole time. He could have left. He signed the papers. I couldn't believe he could hold the pen. This is magic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Him. His name is Rin. <laughs> what was his name? Is it Rin Hook? Rin Hook. That's right. It's a weird name. So all of a sudden we hear, A TEN the drill sergeant is back and angry again. What else is new? Stimpy is dressed and standing at attention as Ren realizes he just hacked up his bed. I'm like, yeah, you dumbass. <laughs> Stop overreacting. So next they're peeling H-bombs. H-bombs. Yeah, that was. Not sure what good that does anyone. Are they just running out of things to peel now at this point? It's pretty impressive. I don't know. Maybe you can eat them because everything else, it's, I mean, you could eat potatoes. You can eat watermelon. You could probably eat Stimpy's nose if you try. Uh, So the H-bomb's just natural evolution. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So Ren is just crying throughout the whole ordeal. And afterwards, they're sitting outside in these white caps and shirts. And they look more like old-fashioned soda jerks than anything. And Rin looks like hell. Like he's this yeah. close up, this hyper realistic shot where they're like close <laughs> yeah. up on him and they're, you know, they're known for these shots and his eyes are all veiny and bloodshot and his stubble is all wild. And he just looks all sullen with circles under his eyes. He starts to fall asleep and then he stops himself. He's mm-hmm. paranoid. He's paranoid. And he says to Stimpy, Hey Guido. And I'm like, that's like an Italian slur, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, thanks. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for that, Ren. He says, hey, Guido, it's all clear for me now. All clear to me now. I'm the keeper of the cheese, and you're the lemon merchant. Get it? And he knows it, and that's why he's going to kill us. So we got to beat it before he lets loose the marbisets on us. Don't worry, little missy. I will save you. The show is an acid trip. Yeah, 100%. He's that's all it ever was. It's amazing. He shows Stimpy. He throws Stimpy, excuse me, on his back and starts to run. They stop. And they skid to a stop in front of the drill sergeant, who seems angry yet again. He reaches out his hand and grabs Ren, saying, Congrabulations! He literally says, Congrabulations. Just FYI. You graduated! You're full-fledged tank paratroopers! I'm like, what? Yeah, I was, like, I was the same way. I was like, did he just say tank paratroopers? I don't know what this means or what's about to happen, but I'm interested. I know. And Ren and Stimpy are elated. They're like, ah! You know, it's great. We cut to them with parachutes on. 
and these weird white helmets with like uh, stars on the front and like wings on the side and propellers on top. I'm like, what branch of the military is this again? <laughs> Are we sure this is the the U.S. Army? I mean, it is now. Yeah. Ren says, Stimpy, I can't believe it. We made it. Not only do we have these cool uniforms and this swell tank, we're also proud members of an elite fighting force. And they start to sing America the Beautiful as they stand at salute. Meanwhile, their military cargo plane is flying through a war zone and the hatch is opening up underneath and it drops several tanks. Presumably one of them is theirs. These teeny tiny little white parachutes are just falling to the ground. They're like falling so freaking fast they have caught on fire <laughs> and they're just still continuing to sing american beautiful and they fall and go boom and that's the end of this little short episode i imagine that's why it's not on paramount plus or nickelodeon that's gotta be it's like i guess it's anti <laughs> anti-military slander or yeah. something i don't know we immediately go into a commercial of a little girl sitting at a kitchen table right she says she always starts her day off with her favorite breakfast sugar frosted milk and somehow she's on the cover of the box of the sugar frosted milk because it's the same table and it looks like her, right? She shakes the box and it makes this like soggy, wet mess sound. It just, I can't even make the sound. She pours it out. That It looks like, it looks like curdled milk. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It looks like cottage cheese in a way or something. Breakfast of champions. I can't wait to eat it. Oh my God. She goes, mmm, smell those lumps. <laughs> smell those lumps that's the best dating app profile i could imagine my lovely lady humps no like (laughs) no don't don't do that don't Don't smell the lumps that's a trap (laughs) then she says pour six ounces of lumps and four ounces of cereal made from balanced breakfast literally she says made from balanced breakfast I don't know. I don't know. It looks like seven checks squares in the bowl and they all have arms and they throw them up and they're screaming, help us, help us. And the last one's like, yay. <laughs> and they just That's drown right. in this soggy, lumpy milk. Yeah. She says it stays lumpy even in cereal. I'll bet. I'll bet it does. Her little brother comes in and says, good morning before seeing the box and getting excited for sugar frosted lumps. He pours it into the bowl and it's just plain old milk. And he gets mad and says, hey, who stole my lumps? And she winks at the camera and gives the white power. Oh, my gosh. I mean, okay sign. (laughs) The okay sign. She did give the white white power sign. I'm sorry. She did. Before opening her mouth to show her lumps. (laughs) Her lumps in her mouth. She pull, we pull it back and we see her again on the box, the exact same mm-hmm. shot. So obviously it's her. Mm-hmm. Weirdest commercial. We fade into Stimpy in some tar pits with a bone in his hand. He has tiny glasses on his nose and a safari hat. And the announcer says, and now it's time for Ask Dr. Stupid with Dr. Stupid. He throws this bone away and says, hello. And the announcer says, here's a letter from Jennifer in Armpit, Wyoming. And she asks, dear Dr. Stupid. What is that ugly white slab in the can of beans? It's ham, Jennifer. Solved it for you. It's ham. Stimpy, um, Dr. Stupid, says it's a good question. And he puts on his stupid helmet. He calls a patented 
Stupometron, Stupometron helmet. Um, yeah, patented Stupometron helmet. And he says, prepare to activate and proceeds to poke himself in the eye before laughing. Like, <laughs> takes off the damn hat. I mean, <laughs> it was, there was nothing It there. was effective. He, he did it. He engaged his brain in that moment. I, that, he needed the hat. And he, it was entertaining and trippy, but it, it worked for some reason. If you've never done drugs, people, just watch Ren and Stimpy and you'll feel like you did. Yeah. Really. That's really how it is. He says the ugly white slab in the can of beans is the queen bean, and all the other beans are her worker beans that serve her. Nailed it. Boom. Mic drop. Now we have another flashback. It's the spirally mind control look, and we fade into crazy-eyed Ren. He says, at last we have control of your TV set. Are you receiving me? His voice is all dark and creepy. He pulls out, and Ren is sitting on a sheep, I think. With Stimpy behind him and what what looks like an old-fashioned pilot hat with goggles on. Mm-hmm. Ren says, welcome to our secret headquarters. And Stimpy adds, thousands of miles beneath the Earth's surface. And Ren gets upset and says, shut up, you fool. How do we know we can trust them? And looks right at us. It's weird when characters do that yep. sometimes. Breaking the fourth wall. And, and they look right at you. And you're like, yeah. me? Like... <laughs> Um, it's like yeah it's it's a darker door of the explorer it's you know can, it is can we trust them them <laughs> i just super <laughs> weird like, oh, okay. stimpy stop stimping no i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know stimpy says they can make us take the oath and rents agrees he tells us to put our hands on the tv screen and repeat after him I do hereby promise only to watch the Rim and Stimpy show to make underleg noises during the good scene. What's an underleg noise? I, do, I don't know. Is it kind of like the, like an arm fart, but you do it with your leg? Underleg? Is it a fart? Just a fart in general? Underleg noises? Underleg oh, wow. noises. I don't know. Anyway, he says, only make underleg noises during the good scenes to wear unwashed lederhosen every single day of the rest of my life. That's it. You're in our secret club. Okay, that's okay. Thanks. Not bad. I've been in worse cults. Let's... Why? Why not? It was an easy. It was an easy end. You know. Yeah. He then tells Stimpy, "We are clear to show us. He's clear to show us the good stuff." So before Stimpy can say congratulations to us, Ren tells him to shut up and just show them. <laughs> I'm showing them. I'm showing them. He pulls out this thing on his head, and it's not pilot goggles. It's like a screen over his eyes. And he turns the dial and faces the screen and says, okay, kids, it's time for a secret cartoon. And I presume we're going into Powdered Toast Man. Right. So Powdered Toast Man. I'm going to preface this that I didn't get as detailed with this, or at least not as detailed as I wanted to. Okay. But I got pretty detailed. But but I do love the opening title card. It's just a shot of his crotch. I feel, I feel like Powdered Toast Man is one of the most iconic parts of Ren and Stimpy. Like, it has, like, I mean, there are things that just, like, stuck with me as a kid. But Powdered mm-hmm. Toast Man was one of the the big ones. Where when I saw that this episode wasn't on Paramount Plus, I was like, how? It's Powdered Toast Man. You know, I was I like, know. that was that was such a big deal to me as a kid. Like, it was just like, Powdered Toast Man. Like, who doesn't love that? That's amazing. And I'm yeah. so glad YouTube had it. But, you know, yeah. that's what happens. He's standing on a cliff. We see him at the beginning, and he's a buff man in like gray tights, red briefs, blue gloves, and a head made out of two pieces of toast. I mean, if you're high when you're writing this and you're eating toast, that's what's going to come out, right? Oh, absolutely. I we, love that he has an alter ego <laughs> and that he just is, con- he continues to have a head of toast. It's, I know, like, it's yeah, the greatest. It's, 
how do you not know? I don't. Mm. So we get the announcer and he says, who is this stranger from another land? Why does he walk among, among mortal men? What is his mission? Where can we get a pair of undershorts like his? Who is this man of toast and what does he want from us? What is his dark secret? And he goes, shut up. <laughs> if you ask me one more stupid question, I'll tear your skin off. <laughs> I, that made me actually laugh out loud when he said that. I was like, I was not ready for this. And it, it's, it's, it sounds like my Aunt Joanne because my Aunt Joanne, we were kids. We went to like some ski lodge and we were eating lunch in the, like the main lodge. And uh, my cousin who has ADHD mm. um, was like, oh, I saw, he saw some video games, a little mini arcade at the other end of the room. Mm. And she's like, okay, I got everything ready. She's like, Bobby. Bobby, and she looks over and she goes, Bobby, and he's like walking away and he's going to go look at this and he, he puts his finger up in the air, like, give me a minute. Mm-hmm. And she goes, don't you give me that one minute? I'll rip your face off. <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle. Everybody was around. There's all these people. I'm like, you just screamed that. <laughs> I'll rip your face yeah. off. I'll turn you into John Travolta or Nick Cage. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so this line was not too far fetched for me. So oh, that's, felt, that's amazing. It, and like the delivery of it really reminded me of like you can see how this show kind of informed uh, inspired like a freakazoid. You ever see freakazoid? Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you like when you watch freakazoid when he gets like bigger and like more boisterous like in his voice and stuff, he's it's that exact scene all day. Like that's exactly the kind of stuff he does, except for he doesn't yell as violent things directly. <laughs> you know, not right, not right at us, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So we cut over to an office building where we see Powdered Toast Man as he's typing and he's wearing glasses that are going right into his face. <laughs> when, he, when he pulls them off and you hear the, it's like, oh, okay. I don't know yeah, why. And that- they're like women's cat eye glasses, yeah. might, might I add. Oh I don't, what's that about? I don't get it. And he's also wearing like a clergy collar. Yeah. And the announcer says he's disguised as Pastor Toastman, <laughs> not Toastman, Toastman, yeah. a cool youth deacon. He says he works his day job as a government clerk and only his confused assistant knows his secret. What? I so, didn't. Why was he a deacon? Why was he a cool like youth pastor if he was going to work another job? Like, why is that not his job? You gotta so, have multiple, you have to have layers have to make it believable, I guess. Protection. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But amazing. Oh, yeah. So this girl, she comes in, she goes, um, excuse me, father. There's a distress call in your Toastmatron. Tostomatron communicator. And when she said, excuse me, father, I don't know why I, I thought it was his daughter for a second. I totally forgot instantly about yeah. the whole deacon thing. Cause deacon I'm like, you're working for the government. I don't know. Or she was in on his secret. So maybe right. that was her, his daughter. Mm-hmm. And you know, Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so funny. But it's, it's weird. So if that's the truth and the ending of this is really concerning. Um, <laughs> I, hope we'll get to that. I like to imagine in my head canon, not his daughter, but okay. it could be, it could be. But, it's a weird, weird show, weird creator. I mean, I mean, Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life was a sex phone operator. So, I mean, come on. It's true. There's a lot of weird stuff in Rocco and I love that show. Oh I know God. it's great. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, you got a, you got a distress call on your Toastomatron communicator. And so Putter Toastman says, thank you. And he takes off his glasses and out of his face. <laughs> Oh God! Oh. And he takes off his collar and says, "Will evil never? Will evil? I said, evil. Will evil never rest? I hope not. <laughs> oh. I hope not. You're supposed to be a deacon, aren't you? Like, yeah. okay. He likes the job security. It's fine. We yeah. 
We see his communicator is actually a toaster with sound coming out of it. So he stuffs both of his pieces of his toast head into the toaster and is talking to someone. You he hear, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, he says, right. I'll get right on it. Leave it to me before ejecting himself from the toaster and flying away, yelling powdered toast man. I love the way he says it too. So good. It's like he's constipated. It's great. Yeah. And he flies backwards, by the way, which I always thought was really funny. I'm like, well, oh, how do you so see where you're going? How do you know? It's, it's perfect. He's I, looking, like, he's not even looking behind him. He's like, just, you know, I, you know my, my son's eight and he's at, you know, he's at that age where like, butts and farts are so funny to him still and i was Mm -hmm. just like this is gonna be the funniest thing he's ever seen in his life he's (laughs) never seen anything like he's not prepared for this and it was (laughs) well you know what he they give him this like close-up on his face and he's like concerned but i started looking at his face and he looks like dwayne johnson (laughs) in the face i see And this is well before the rock came out like i I see i like they manifested the rock (laughs) i know so if they ever made a live action ren and stimpy which oh oh my my god Gosh, he could totally play Powder Toast Man. That would be so amazing. Uh, I would. He's got the I body would, for it. He's got everything. You know. I mean, I would definitely go see that at least four times. Like if they just made a Powder Toast Man movie with him, that would be so perfect. <sighs> or even a short. I don't care if it's like a short. special. Yeah, I want to see it. Either on Saturday Night Live or something. Someone needs to just do it. That would be great. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. So he looks down and he sees a kitten about to be hit by a truck, and the announcer says, "Powder Toast Man assesses the situation," and he's like. He's like thinking <laughs> in middle air. He like stops. Like this truck is barreling towards this cat. He stops. He thinks about it. And he says, leave everything to me before pausing to look around. And he sees a plane in the sky across from him. And he says, this calls for his projectile raisin breath. Okay. He takes a deep breath and spits raisins at the plane, making it crash into the truck, saving the little kitten and presumably killing hundreds of others in the process. <laughs> Worth it. People are he lands, he grabs the kitten, and everybody from the wreckage of the plane like sticks their head out. They're all got black eyes and missing teeth. I'm like, yeah. yay, powder toast man. Suddenly his briefs inflate. <laughs> I don't get it. And he says it's another distress call. And he just like throws the kitten away. <laughs> yeah, the, the the times he gets distress calls in various ways were it was cracking me up. Like the inflated briefs, I was just like where did this come from? And why is this the thing? Why and did they land on this? How did he know what it was saying? I don't get it. But anyway. So yeah, he flies his weird ass backwards to Antarctica mm-hmm. and lands outside a hut. And he looks inside and he says, danger with a smile. And inside we see a fuse is lit and it's about to set off a barrel of TNT as a, and I put chef. <laughs> I don't know what he is. Apparently he's the Pope. I think it's the Pope. I'm pretty, like that's what I, I mean, read. It makes and I read. Sense. I read about the the cross on his head too. So, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, and so he's tied to this barrel of TNT and a. I, okay, I, I, I didn't. I, I, I'm gonna. I didn't remember who this character was at first, so I'm not gonna say it was. But there was a fish that looks like somebody out of SpongeBob as well. Okay, I mean it's got to be the same animators. And he's at the side. He's laughing like, ha, 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 ha. I'm like, dude, you're gonna get your ass blown up too. <laughs> like, get the mm-hmm. you know, like. Carpe diem, I guess. You know. So Powder Toastman says, don't make me come in there. And somehow powders his way through the keyhole of the door before yelling his name, Powdered Toast Man. And the man says, I'm saved. And Powdered Toastman says, leave everything to me. Another one of his catchphrases. I didn't realize that was his, another one of his catchphrases. 
and he says, have a taste of my hyper-corrosive croutons, arch-villain! Before doing an armpit fart motion and spitting croutons at the fish guy. Why not? And the fish guy yells and falls down. I was like, is he dead? I don't I don't know. And he knocked him out or whatever. And Powdered Toast Man does not put out the fuse to the TNT. <laughs> I don't understand. He goes and he sets the guy free, who then says, but Powdered Toast Man, what about Muddy Mud Skipper? And I'm like, oh my God, that's right. Mm-hmm. It's Snippy's favorite show. I forgot about Money Mud Skipper. So Powder Toastman says, My gosh, you're right. How thoughtless of me. And he reaches over and he grabs Muddy, and the music changes to, Ah. And it looks like Powder Toastman will fly away with Muddy, but instead he ties Muddy to the TNT and takes off with the hostage before it blows. I'm like, Damn. Damn. Yes. Cold blooded. Muddy just blows up. Yep. <laughs> and they just see him. And the guy on Powder Toast Man's back says he can't hold on because the wind is too strong. And Powder Toast Man tells him to quickly grab hold of his tenacious, grab tenaciously a hold of my buttocks. He says both of them? And he goes, both of them? (laughs) And he does. But he doesn't just grab them. He buries his face deep in that ass. (laughs) He does. He goes looking for dinner. Like he is, he goes on vacation in there. Um, I I mean, if you're going to do that, why not Powder Toast Man? At least it would taste like cinnamon. That's very true. I mean, it's, like it's cinnamon what's, sugar. Uh, yeah. What's, what's he say? Uh, you know, don't half-ass or don't, don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. It's <laughs> like he whole-asses I mean, right it. there. Do it. Doing it. Um, but yeah, that's probably part of why this episode's not on Paramount Plus or Nickelodeon or anything else. A bunch, but, of, a bunch of gay ass play in this. That's why. A whole bunch of it. From a maybe the Pope. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> So the phone rings from somewhere, and it's another distress call. Like, you hear ring, but you don't see where the phone is. And Powder Testament sticks out his tongue, and he's got a phone receiver in his tongue. And he grabs his tongue and holds it up to his head and starts to talk to somebody. He's like, leave everything to me! And he tells the guy on his ass that something has come up, and it sticks him, I guess, on a mountaintop or something. I don't remember. I I thought it was a pyramid. Like I thought, but it it was like a mountaintop. Like it was a peak spike. at some point. It was a yeah. peak of some sort. It was very weird. He's like, I'm sorry, but it's really important. I'm like, wow. Just, all right. And then he shows up in somebody's kitchen. Powdered toast, man. It's Ren and Stimpy's kitchen. Yay. They are out of powdered toast. And he says, leave everything to me. And he pulls his the front bread face off. And he has another face behind it. It's really mm-hmm. strange. It's the same face. And um, he just starts to get a butter knife and scrape off the powdered toast that's in his face. So essentially, it's his dandruff. It is. And it goes on for a while. It does. He's like, <laughs> and they're just like watching it. And it like forms new toast. It's really weird. <laughs> and he takes off and they and leaves and they eat it. And they're like, mm, this isn't good. Like, they're just kind of, yeah. Yeah. And he comes back. He goes, I'm sorry, fellas. I almost forgot. And he turns around and he farts on their toast before taking off. And they eat it and they're still unhappy at first. And they're like, oh, mm." like the fart really added something. Like a little bit of spice in there. Thank you. Thank goodness for that. That that cinnamon toast ass. I mean, mean, you know that Pope was all into it. I I was going to say at this point, it's it's a holy ass. Like something's going on there. This show is queer as hell. I mean, (laughs) it really, really is. Yeah. So in the air, Powder Toast Man's head starts to disintegrate. My toast particles are dissipating. And he says it can only mean one thing. A call from Washington. What? Your face disappears? When, okay. 
he flies into the White House, which looks more like the Capitol building. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he flies into the White House and he sees the president in the bathroom. The president is caught in his own zipper. Ah, What's wrong? He's standing on a urinal and he's like, you leave everything to me. I kind of sound like Kermit (laughs) when I say it like that. Leave everything to me. Hi, hole. We fade over to Powder Toast Man, and he's standing at a doorknob, or at a door, and he has a string tied to the doorknob, and the other string is tied to the, the end of the pe- president's zipper fly, or fly zipper, whatever. And the president says, do it! And Powder Toast Man slams the door, and the president goes, yeah! Oh! I was... That's such a thing in like the '90s and early 2000s, like with the like um, something about Mary and something like things getting caught in a zipper. I was like, maybe maybe that's why I've never had that problem. Maybe I was like conscious of it, so I was like, it'll never happen to me. Because there must have been a, a whole thing of people just getting caught in the zippers, and then people were like, like got to make fun was of it. Like was like we all worried about quicksand because of cartoons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like oh, there's quicksand everywhere. But maybe maybe I never had a quicksand problem because I knew to avoid places with quicksand. But maybe I had. Hey, never had I came a across problem. quick mud. Really? Oh my gosh. Yes. This girl like got into mud and she just kept sinking. And the more she tried to get out, the further she went down. And what? so they had to grab her. We were at like, we were at a baseball game, my brother's baseball game. There was like a yeah. creek nearby and like in these like wooded area. And there's all these kids that were playing around. And so she got caught. And so they had to like get behind her up on the, on the side of this hill that she was next to and what? pull her out. And she lost her shoes because <laughs> they oh were in the mud. Oh my gosh. God. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, I mean, nuts. It was, yeah. It's like Powdered Toast Man comes in, crashes a bus into the mud, so she has something to climb on. Kill I mean, yeah. People. And everybody goes, yay, Powdered Toast Man. And then she, he just kicks her off back into the mud when he has something <laughs> exactly. else to go on. Yeah, that's how it would work. So, yeah. So, he slams the door. The president yells, yow. And the announcer says, the president goes into recovery. But who will run the country? Leave everything to me. Powder Toast Man gets sworn into the presidency and says, I solemnly swear to relieve every citizen of their basic human rights. Cheers. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not lying. He sits back at the Oval Office. He tells his assistant, take a letter. The letter M. Yeah. I was like, Sesame Street? But okay. Mm-hmm. Then he says he should hold off talks with the Kremlin until they get a handle on the Three Stooges stamp controversy. He personally votes for Shemp, although Curly is nothing to take lightly. Okay. Okay. He says that, um, well, that takes care of today's business. This job is too cushy for me. And then there's a breeze and he gets chilly and he's like, why am I so, oh, the fire's out. So he decides to light a fire in the fireplace. And he can't see anything. And he says, hmm, I can use these dusty old papers. Of course, it's the Bill of Rights in the Constitution. He looks at them and he's like, hmm. And he crumples them up and lights them on fire. (laughs) Probably another reason why he got, like, we're just destroying America. Probably. It kind of is a little little, little concerning. This kind of gives you an idea. Yeah. So he and the the assistant get cozy by the fire, which is why I was like, maybe this isn't his daughter. Because if it is, it's very incestuous. But, I mean, look what we've gone so far. So... (laughs) They also, like, when they pan over, they linger on her legs for, like, a good minute. And I was just like, this is... They really do. I was like, this is a unique choice. I don't know why. And then, I, like, you know, I was thinking, I wonder if it's because this guy was a creepy guy. I don't know. But this does seem a little... And But it could also be, like, a, a, a just, um, what do you call it? 
like I was looking for that because I know he's a creepy guy. So I'm like, maybe I'm thinking they're lingering longer than they are, but they did. They lingered. But I wasn't even thinking about that. And I was like, this is a little weird. It was weird, right? All right. Yeah. Just, I, I guess it's maybe it's an adult eyes. Things right. you're really, That's, you're really conscious as an adult. So for sure. I, yeah. I was, I was wondering about that. I was like, I don't know if it was like selective attention or, if, but no, um, yeah, they lingered. It was weird. Yeah, it was. But yeah, they're getting cozy, and he pops out a hot dog on a stick, and she wants to roast a marshmallow, and it's kind of gooey and dripping, and his hot dog's all gloomy and sweaty, and it's like a little love heart goes and closes out and fades out the scene. You know, the end. Wow. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. What what do you think was the most inappropriate thing? <laughs> um, I, the show itself. Um, no, it's I, I like. I, I don't know. It's so it's so funny because like some of it's like I I have no problem with like symbolic, you know, like or like Dumble mm-hmm. Entendre type of stuff and that sort of thing. I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not really concerned about it. I, I wonder. I, I'm sure from a network uh, standpoint, it was probably like the Bill of Rights and the, like all you know the yeah. Constitution getting burned and that stuff and just and like the military kind of like stuff. military anti-American you know, like whatever. They probably were concerned about people are just you know creating an issue with that. I don't know. I mean the whole like. <laughs> like melty hot dog and like drippy uh marshmallow at the end where it's like this is very suggestive of some some something going on here but okay you i know. know she's all gooey and he's all yeah it's yeah but then there's the whole like the pope and the ass play and like, yeah oh i mean that <laughs> but but it's funny because like that stuff when played uh in that tone it's like it doesn't come across as sexual but it's very overt it's right yeah. like he's literally on his butt and it's it's, this it's is funny, lot. but it's it's also kind of making me uncomfortable. It yeah. is, yeah, yeah. It's really weird. What did you think, audience? What do you what do you think about that? What do you think was the most inappropriate thing? You would know, you, you eat powdered toast, man? That's what we, we need to know. <laughs> in would, in any capacity. Would you let him yeah. shave his head off and make you toast, or would you go down south to the below the equator? And what do you think it tastes like? Is it powdered? Is it toast? <laughs> is it cinnamon flavored? I still I like I didn't think that they did enough with the animation when he farted. I want I there should have been some sort of like glittery sprinkle more so than there was. It kind of just happened and he left and I was like uh, okay. And then they awkwardly ate. And I was like that should have been like a big fairy dust of maybe that was kind of like when you know how they show chefs and they're like oh i made it with love and so then they they show their secret of getting that is blowing a kiss at their <laughs> soup or whatever and it makes it perfect <laughs> somehow if maybe that's what put it was his hand back there and done and just kind of flung it or something <laughs> you know you have to take it up a notch like okay <laughs> oh, thanks, oh, that a wet one. Ooh. Yeah. thanks powdered toast man uh but yeah i don't it's funny. I mean, obviously, it's a completely different sensibility than anything you'd see mm-hmm. now. Like, I watch a lot of, and, and like, there's still a lot of, like, fun, interesting, kind of questionable uh, cartoons out there that are being made. And some unique things, like personal things and stuff. But this, like, was one of those weird, like, suggestive, awkward, very towing-the-line sort of shows that I don't see at all anymore. So. I, I agree. I agree with you. So how about everybody else? What do you think? What what do you think was the most inappropriate thing? Let us know on some socials. Anthony, tell them where, where they can reach you on socials. You can find me on Twitter slash X at Anthony Lafusi. You can find me on Instagram at Anthony has issues. I'm also on TikTok at uh, We Have Issues Pod. You can find my go find my podcast that you have. Or go find my podcast at YouTube.com slash We Have Issues Podcast. 
Also, uh, check out Critically Stupid. It's youtube.com slash at critstupid. It's a D&D podcast that I'm on. I get to play like a silly, ridiculous, naive uh, bard who, you know, sings songs about everything and tries to make best friends with all of the creatures I'm supposed to probably kill. So... Okay, cool. I'll, I'm definitely putting some links up on on, the, on my show notes, and I'll I'll, I'll be sure to link your uh, your X slash Twitter handle. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. The rewatch recap was brought to you by me, Dustin Holden. You can find the show on Instagram at the rewatch recap, or you can find me on TikTok at Dustin underscore Holden. Find me there for my weird-ass sense of humor, amongst other silly things related to my other show, Dustin Can Read and Watch. Speaking of which, my email is the same as the other show. You can reach me at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. So thank you again for joining me, Anthony. I, I, I Make sure you listen to We Have Issues on YouTube. And what was the other one, the D&D one? Critically Stupid. Critically Stupid. Make sure you find that on YouTube as well. Yeah, and sure. as for you, audience, uh, we'll see you next week for the final Snick episode, which is Are You Afraid of the Dark? The Tale of the Phantom Cab. Oh, Ooh. it's so good. That's such a good show. My favorite Love one it. was the, the Tale of the Water Demons. That's one of my mm. favorite. Have you seen? Do you remember that one? It was oh, it's yeah. legitimately one of the creepiest ideas that I could think. You know, it's like you can't yeah. close your eyes or these things are coming after you constantly. It's like, ah, just. I love Are You Afraid of the Dark. I call it the, the Twilight Zone for yeah, kids. So for sure, it's it, it was the Twilight Zone for kids. It's like hugely inspirational to me growing up. I that was one of the things I've shown to my son recently. Where it's like, oh, we're oh, gonna good. watch some of this, and he good. loved. He loves. It. He, was, he was very creeped out, but he loved it. So. That's good. Awesome. Yeah, you got to start your horror somewhere, right? for sure so thank you guys again make sure you tune in next week and we'll see you later bye let's see you